to the Cock and Bull Podcast, a weekly comedy and history podcast where my older brother and I discuss stories revolving around very true characters in very unbelievable circumstances. Now, Nathan, this week, brace yourself. Bracing. We're going to be discussing uh-huh. a college. Hold on now. Uh, so we usually talk about characters. I know I went off the rails and kind of talked about a, a concept one time when we talked about racism. Uh, That's true. But uh, is this school like a like a haunted school? Like, is it like a, a The Shining or like that that one really bad like the haunting movie with Liam Neeson and uh, Owen Wilson? You you could think of it that way. You could think of it that way. I okay. choose to think of it as a story where we do have principal characters, but we have a key antagonist, and that antagonist is a very big college. Why don't we just dive in? I've teased you enough. Nathan, you really have. I'm titillated over here. Please go on. Nathan, March 30th, 1863 in Hartford, Connecticut. Ooh, Mary, one of those ritzy schools. Yeah, Mary Witten Calkins was born. That name come out to you at all? Ma- Mary Witten Calkins? Yep. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That no bells, no nothing. All right, 1863, Mary Witten Calkins, born in Hartford, Connecticut. She was born in Hartford, but was raised in Buffalo, New York. When she was 17, it was off to Massachusetts, and in 1882, she made it into Smith College. Man, colleges just have shitty names back then, don't they? Like, there's no... Well, I mean, I think colleges have shitty names now, but back then, you really got to stake it on, like, the town's Duke Ship Learning Academy college i don't know you really do gotta flaunt more than smith college smith college is like the most generic like like you pick the most generic white dude last name ever and then put college in front of it there is nothing there nothing there at all she graduated from that nothing college three years later with a bachelor's in psychology nope 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 i i see where this is going <laughs> i see where we're heading here <laughs> oh it's one of those oh, funny brain think- doctors Mm, you think it's a funny brain doctor, Nathan? I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. This is not your normal cock and bull. With a degree in hand, she took a few years off to tour Europe with her family. As uh, you do! You know, that's what you do rich, when you're a white person. That's what you do when you're rich and white. Uh, there was no play without work, though, for Mary, uh, because throughout the trip, she studied the Greek language just for funsies while vacationing and nailed it in two years. So what we have learned, if anything, over the course of this show is that things that passed for fun in the 1800s are basically anything that wasn't getting typhoid or dying. Basically, uh, I mean, you also kind of watch the river go by. You throw, you know, you throw the dog around. You guard <laughs> now, the trees. When the family came back to the U.S., she picked up a job tutoring Greek at Wellesley College. Now, that's a better college name. It is, It is in fact, a better college name. I really can't. I have nothing. Wellesley College definitely is. It's got the glitz. It's got the glamour. It's not the, the Wesleyan College. That's that's where all the that's where all the, the artsy, fartsy kids go and, and do plays. But but Wellesley still has a... You learn some knowledge there. I, Apparently, I you the learn Greek fart- knowledge. I thought the artsy, fartsy thing nowadays was to not go to college and to smoke weed behind Target. Thought that was the thing. Oh, they're not mutually exclusive. You can smoke weed behind Target in college. That's fair. That's fair, I guess. I just, I never knew who to buy it from. While she was working at Wellesley, though, she learned the college was going to start teaching psychology. Mm-hmm. She's got well, a degree in that. 
I was about to say. Isn't that a fun coincidence? When she offered to teach the class, uh, and a philosophy professor vouched for her capabilities, uh, the administrators said, yeah, yeah, fine, but you gotta study the subject a little more. What? So Hold on. Didn't they let her go teach Greek there, or was she just tutoring Greek? She was tutoring Greek. But to teach psychology, the thing she actually has a degree in. True. See, she's got a bachelor's, but as many broke and dying 20-somethings would tell you right now, a bachelor's in psych is not good enough for really anything. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah, I have a bachelor's in philosophy. I'm not qualified to teach anyone shit. You almost said psych, and Nathan, you have an honorary bachelor's in psych just for listening to this podcast. Good news, everyone. Also, you have an honorary psych degree. Go not get jobs now. Oh yeah, no, no, you get nothing for this. We mm. will, we will all, we will all die penniless. Now, not to disparage, you can go on to get a master's in just two more years, and then you can get a job. But, but until then, until then, no, you're broke. So ah, I over. feel like that's, I feel like that's a some wishful thinking from someone who's following someone to go get a, a master's degree in psychology right there. Let's just, not get carried away. I just want to eat. Oh God, I just want to eat. <laughs> so she strode over to a nearby hotspot known as uh, Harvard. And at the front door, she was told no. Harvard, at at the the time, had a very strict policy about not letting the vagina ones into their classes. Ah, very very much a a gross, you know, society (laughs) for the getting rid of girls. No girls allowed. (laughs) Yes, yeah. They were run by Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. He was the dean. Um, Just peeing on, just just peeing on a picture of a girl. If somebody has the fucking money to pay for tuition and they're not a Nazi, why why aren't you, like, why do you deny anyone the education to your school? Excuse me, I would like to learn from a book. Not your kind. Uh-uh, I go think, away. Now, here's, here's the thing I'm about to say that may, I don't know if this is more or less progressive. I feel like back then, it wasn't really about the money. Like, they didn't really want, it wasn't the money, it was like the prestige of Harvard. Like, they don't need money. They're all richer than they'll ever be, white dudes. Like, they could just spend money all day and run not run out of money. Being okay, able to tell so- people you don't belong is, like, the only thing that gets, you know, the ruling class hard anymore. So it was a more personal insult to the female sex. Okay, oh, I absolutely. understand. Absolutely. I understand. All right. So by the powers that be, she convinced some crusty old fuck at that school to let her just sit in on lectures. They agreed, and on the condition that she would never be allowed full admission. Essentially, she was just doing coursework, attending lectures, and being a graduate student without ever getting a minute of credit for it. Although she didn't have to pay for it. Bear that in mind, I guess, but it's not about money. That's a a pretty decent trade-off. I mean, she's still paying time. So she's doing all this, no credit. She keeps going, though. She kept going day after day, year after year, until she fulfilled not just the requirements for a master's, but a doctorate. Now, when you say fulfilled requirements, is she doing, like, coursework, and it's getting, yes. like, graded, and then, but they're just like, but you're just not really here? Yep. Yep. Think of it like, I don't know, you went in for, like, a, a pass or fail, or... Or like I don't know, you're 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 going to Europe, and I'm gonna go take a French class and at the community college. It's basically she didn't pay admission because they would never give her the ability to pay admission, and they said you're never gonna get a degree for this. 
But yeah, you can go take the classes if you want. Who gives a shit? I mean, I feel like half of it's just getting the knowledge, right? Once you've got the knowledge, right. you can't take it out of your brain. That's true. That's true. You can get the knowledge, but you need that piece of paper to get a lot of jobs is the thing. Back to the jobs thing. Back to the jobs thing. So, with no degree to show for it, she returns to Wellesley College where she was a tutor. And she was given the professorship that she fucking deserved. Because they all saw the situation and said, that's kind of fucked. Harvard, though, kept up on their end. They refused to acknowledge her. So professors from not just Wellesley College, but from other colleges nearby, began to mail in and verbally petition Harvard, vouching for Mary Calkins as a goddamn five-star student in need of a big girl degree. Harvard said no. Again. Did they let girls in general get a degree? Like, did any girls have a degree at this point? Do you mean Harvard? I mean schools in general. When did we let ladies go to school? Well, there were women's colleges at the time that would have given her a degree. Harvard was one of many schools, though, that were like, mm, boys only, go away. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So so it's it's less the fact that women can't get a degree, it's that the Harvard one's the one you want. Right. I mean, Harvard's a prestigious school, you get a prestigious education, and if you can endure a Harvard doctorate program... You kind of deserve the paper for it, don't you think? No, like, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. If you can endure sitting in a room with someone for more than 10 minutes who went to Harvard, you deserve everything. You deserve all of it. I mean, because <laughs> the fact that you didn't murder that person shows that you're a better human being than I could ever be. She weathered the Harvard experience. So what did, what did the professors do? I mean, they, they were vouching for her. They were saying, hey, Harvard, give her a degree. And Harvard said no. So the professors got together and said... How about fuck them? And they circumvented the regulations and gave her an unsanctioned doctoral examination just to prove the point. <laughs> what? Just like a back alley, do like a back alley thesis? Like, let's go? Yeah, like, under the, the docks. Under the docks. Like a fight a club style professorship? Like, what is happening here? So Harvard said, fine, do it. She's not going to pass anyway. So she passes. Oh, and Harvard, why you set yourself up for that? No, 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 don't, don't hedge now. And, don't hedge now. Har so Harvard, you know, egg on their face, uh, says, well, it wasn't sanctioned, so fuck you. Ah, uh, see, this is the old, this is like old school all over again. They're just moving the goalposts every time on our plucky underdog, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's nonsense. Also, Harvard, why would you say she can't pass it if she sat through all of your classes? That says more about you than it does about her if she can't pass. It's 1895 at this point. Her professors petitioned the school again. Uh, but once again, Harvard was a collective asshole and said, no, not now, not ever. I should mention, by the way, it's not even just Wellesley professors that are doing this at this point. I read a letter from the Harvard philosophy department that was like, hey, uh, she's done all the work. Can we just like, can we just, can we just kind of undo our backwards way of thinking and give her the degree? And they were like, no. Uh-uh, she stinks. <laughs> the liberal bastion of, uh, you know, no, ivory tower education saying, fuck you, she has a vagina, she can't play at our pool. Yeah. Um, in 1902, then. Jesus. Radcliffe, Radcliffe College. I mean, okay, seven now years, there's another seven great years name after for passing, <laughs> Seven years after passing her backwoods exam, uh, Radcliffe College, which was a women's college, as I mentioned before, um, offered her a PhD. Uh, she declined. Mary declined oh. because she said if she took this honorary degree from Radcliffe, then Harvard, 
would never accept a woman student, she said. If, if people just give her the handout, then Harvard has nothing to step up to. I, I mean, ball, good on her. I mean, fucking, at this point, yeah, let's, let's go big or go home. Yeah, so Harvard then said, okay, fine, if you're not going to take a PhD, nobody's going to fucking hire you. So, fine. You, you can stick to this little little battle of yours all you want. You can't get a degree from us. We told you you wouldn't get one. You won't get one. Uh, and in despite this bullshit that Harvard, you know, made her jump through and threw in her face, telling her very directly that women would never be students at Harvard and that her PhD was not real. Can, uh, we, also, can a, we also focus on the yeah. fact that the, the, the dean of Harvard in this movie in my head is absolutely played by John Oliver? Like, absolutely, yes. 100%, it's John yes. Oliver. Yes. Yes, it is. It, it's all yes, it it is. 100%. Okay, just making sure that I've cast this correctly. Uh, and plucky underdog, our, our, our heroine here, uh, I'm, going, I'm going with a Rachel McAdams. Mm, okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. So, um... She became a full-on professor at Wellesley College, received honorary degrees from a handful of East Coast colleges and all that, and that's, you know what, we expected that. Wellesley was already giving her the ability to teach, you know, small time. They were like, yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. You did the work. You've earned it. Of course they're going to promote her to full-time. We saw that coming. Um, But I think the real kick in the dick for Harvard was the fact that she uh, became the first Woman president of the American Psychological Association, the AP goddamn A. <laughs> like, holy shit. Wait a minute. Holy God. Are you kidding me? No. No, she fucking did it. Like, this. In, in, this isn't really a sitch where she was snuffed of every life opportunity because of what Harvard did to her. It's really a matter of Harvard was so fucking petty that they were constantly the bad guy and she kept writing on success that just Harvard never acknowledged her for. So hold um, on. So then she becomes the head of the APA. Could she just be like, oh, by the way, uh, Harvard, <laughs> DSM-2, being from Harvard is a mental disease. You suck. Like, can she just, like, how do you freaking say, like, oh, yeah, you're the president of the APA. You're not a real, you don't get a degree, though. Like, like they no, talk- they. They stuck with it, even after she was the president of the APA. Even after that, even after she died at age 67, you know, early 1900s, um, Harvard just kind of hopes you're going to forget about her. They've never, never acknowledged her. Wait, Harvard what? began, never, no, still. I mean, you, I mean, you thought I was going to say, like, oh, in 1980, they gave her a, no, Yeah, no. like, I thought Thir at some point we would get, no, yeah, what the fuck? 30 years after her death, Harvard began giving degrees to women in 1963. Uh, Harvard, to this day, refuses to acknowledge Hold Mary on. Culkin's achievements. Hold uh, the fucking phone. No, 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 yep. no, no, no. Back your, back your pretty ass up. You just said that 30 years after her death, they started giving degrees to women in 1963? Uh-huh. In 1960-fucking-two, a woman couldn't get a degree from Harvard? Nope. What the actual fuck is going on here? The the relative like proximity to a time when a lot of people were like more than just, you know, marginalized were were second class citizens. It's it's mind-boggling how close we are to that point in history. I mean, it's still and kind of happening. It no, it's absolutely still happening. That's why I said it. they're marginalized now. Just the fact that people think this we're so far detached from this is bullshit. 
It's, this this shit happens. 1962? Wait now. a minute. When did they... I, so women weren't allowed in until 19... Couldn't get degrees until 63. Yeah. What the fuck? That's right. How... That does not... Like, we had... The Beatles were playing music. Uh-huh. Our parents were, like, two years old. Alive! And yep. you couldn't... Like, when mom was born, it was like, you couldn't legitimately have a girl. I can't go to Harvard. Legally Blonde couldn't have existed when my mom was a kid. Uh, yeah. 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 It's fucking dumb. Harvard I feel like this wasn't cont- the entire premise of the entire episode, but it is now. How is that real? No, really, honestly, this episode's shitting on the fact that Harvard it, it was irreparably pretentious about women. Up until still way too late in history. A, and still have a right. Like, there's not nope. an honorary building named after her. There's not nope. a. Okay. No, all right. Uh, no. Nope. Guys? Absolutely not a building. Absolutely not a park bench. What really blows my fucking mind is they still can't acknowledge that she earned a fucking doctorate from Harvard. They can't even give her a posthumous acknowledgement. They can't do any of that shit. Like. Blows we, my we mind. Need, we need some. We, we, we need to. Rally here, we need, all twelve we need of you. Some hashtags. I, I, hashtags. I know you're people. out there. We, we're, Strength no, in numbers. Screw that, <laughs> screw that noise. No, no. We're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to get a little more. Hashtagging's not gonna work with all fifteen of us throwing it. <laughs> we're gonna need to. We're gonna need to go to Harvard, guys. Um. So <laughs> we're, we're road trip. And not. And we can't just petition. We can't just like pick it out front because again, fifteen. We don't have the numbers. No. We do no, no, need no, no, to. No. We need to get very in the face of somebody in administration. We need to get into the buildings. We need, we to, need get to get into the dean's office. I don't know who I the feel dean like 15 is. Fifteen people John in one Oliver. dean's what? office. We're kidnapping pe- somebody. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, kidnappings. Okay, we'll put that later on the roster. I'm just I saying. I have a for pod now, cave, and I have a lock on the pod cave door. I'm just saying, I can lock this motherfucker down here until he acknowledges the fact that this chick got a degree from Harvard. <laughs> I am not afraid. The revolution starts here, folks. Episode There's a bunch of beanie 30, babies 30, in here that will stare at him very judgmentally. Cloud has some choice words. Choice this, words for this dean. God damn! I this is like. I am I am legitimately mad now. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was having a good goddamn day, and now I'm just righteously angry at Harvard. Thank you. As if you I know needed what? more reason to be righteously angry at that fucking hellhole. That's what this show is for. I'd like to thank Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song, There Were Buffalo on the Ark. That comes off the album Cholera. Uh, still no reviews to mention. Uh, remember, folks, if you write a review, we will read it on the air in its entirety. Including your name. And if you choose if, to include it, we'll read your address as well. Um, you, okay. <laughs> new, spe- um, new threats from the Skokable. We'll dox your if you, shit. We don't care. If you, if you give me a picture, I will describe you in vivid detail. I might even paint you. Put you, you on could the Twitter. Write a, you could write a weird tirade against Harvard for being, like, elitist assholes and not recognizing the fact that this lady got a stinking degree from them. We're about 20 episodes away from me offering $20 to the next person that writes a review. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, that would, that, would, that would irreparably screw up our monetization effort, which is trying to find someone to pay us $5 a month to do this so that it, it That's all we need. All we, all, we, all we need is $5 a month. It's not that hard. That's, $5, that's all guys. We need. We'll start the Patreon tomorrow. $5. Currently, we're in a deficit. We pay $5 a month to make this happen. If all of you pledge at the 50 cent level, we will almost certainly <laughs> be almost there. All 12 of you. There was a snafu regarding Spotify. I mentioned that we were not on Spotify anymore. We are on Spotify. 
I don't know. I guess they like migrated us to a different RSS feed or something. So yeah, if you look if us you up, were listening to us on Spotify while we told you we worked on Spotify, I apologize for the weird existential like sixth sense crisis we must have given you. I'm confused delivering this information right now. I can barely empathize with the person that's just hearing it for the first time. <laughs> now. On top of that fact, I would also like to celebrate that Cock and Bull, at least on Spotify, has finally surpassed Cyrus Says or whatever podcast uses Cock and Bull in like half its titles. We're finally number one. We're Woo! finally number one when you search our name. Hey! We've done it. Pop the We've done it. Next, S- next, we're on the top ten. <laughs> next, we're on the top ten comedy podcasts. <laughs> Fuck you, Rogan. We're two. coming for your shit. Yep. All right. We'll see you next week. Oh, my God.